0: So here's the thing. The thing. I have heard a lot of crazy proposals in my lifetime.
1: Have you? Name five.
0: And I try to keep an open mind about any crazy proposal. I'm not naming five. I try to keep an open mind about any proposal that comes across my vision.
1: Do you now?
0: But there's something wrong with this needle exchange thing. You know, like, at first, when I didn't know anything about it, I was like, what's the problem? Some guy brings in five needles, you give him five clean needles. Now, you're helping stop the spread of disease. I mean, that's the whole idea of the...
1: To stop the spread of disease. The shooting dens. And to leave, but to make sure the needles aren't left in places like parks.
0: And that's the whole point of the shooting dens. It's to give them sterile needles and syringes.
1: Hold on a second. Could you take any kind of needles to a needle exchange and get more needles? Of course. Why does anybody on the planet pay for needles? Who knows? Like diabetics. Couldn't yeah, you just they go, could go and in, exactly. get your needles plus 20? Yeah. yeah. And literally never pay for needles?
0: But I'm not sure that the needles that they're going to be giving are going to be like insulin level needles. Interesting. But yeah, that's a distinct possible probable probability.
1: <laughs> Interesting.
0: So what do you think? I mean like
1: Well okay. I personally do not see anything wrong with the needle exchange at a one to one ratio. Okay. But the way that they're doing it, where it's a one-to-one ratio plus 20, seems extreme. Because you can go in with one needle and come out with 21 needles. And so, if you only need to keep one of them in your bag to go and get 21 more, you're not going to keep the other 20. You're just going to strew them all over the place.
0: And their argument is going to be that the reason they give them the extra 20 was that they have a friend... Or friends who are too afraid to come and exchange needles. And so, by doing it this way, they're helping those people's friends as well. But that's
1: stupid, because why can't the friends just give person who's not afraid all of their old, dirty, used needles, and they bring all of them in?
0: Exactly. Totally agree with you.
1: So, that argument is invalid. It's
0: it's a stupid argument.
1: It's invalid. It's just complete bullshit. Try again.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. It's bullshit because you can just rewind, basically. Right. (laughs) It's dumb stuff. But there was a second thing we wanted to talk about besides the...
1: The supervised injection facility. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Where you came from. Yeah. They have supervised injection facilities.
1: They have a supervised injection facility. And the article that I was reading earlier had some quite interesting statistics. Now, Lethbridge only has 80,000 people, so these numbers might seem a little bit low. They they opened the supervised injection site there because there had been a colossal, colossal um, increase in the number of overdoses because of fentanyl, which is a huge problem in Alberta. Mm Mm-hmm. And so they opened this place and in the first week they had eighty customers use the place two hundred times. That's crazy. And they prevented two overdoses.
0: That's great.
1: Like That seems like it's the number of people
0: the number of people that used it compared to the total population, that's a lot of people.
1: Yeah. Zero point one percent. Yeah. But how much of the population is really drug addicts who actually right. use needles and drugs on a regular basis? hmm So, I don't know, it seems interesting, and now the city is considering a second one. So, like, while there's all the opposition, can you really argue with the fact that it's just providing people a place where they don't die when they take their drugs? Yeah. What's wrong with that? Because maybe, just maybe, it prevents them from taking their drugs in the public park where your children are playing. Because, let's be real, these people are going to take their drugs regardless. There's nothing you or I or anybody else in the world can do about it. That's true. So why not give them a place where they can take the drugs, where they're not putting anybody else at risk?
0: Makes sense to me. I mean... I think so. Why? I mean... What it's doing is it's treating drug use as a health issue.
1: Well, that sounds very libertarian.
0: Right. It's not treating it as a criminal issue. And in fact, even back as far as 2013, and I'm sure it's back even further than that, I was reading an article that was saying... I was reading an article that was saying that they had several hundred of these facilities around the world in twenty
1: thirteen. And it was not it was mostly in the UK and Canada and only a couple here. Right. Why is here so resistant to that?
0: Um because the real real conservative side says that it encourages Drug use.
1: I have to say, people... I mean,
0: that's what, that's what, um, Spitzer said at the supervisor's meeting.
1: But he's an idiot. Like, he's just a colossal doorknob. And we both know that he's wrong. It doesn't encourage new drug use. Having a supervised injection site does not include little... Tommy and Sally to start shooting up heroin. There are other life situations encourage that.
0: Yep. But what it does do is it makes it so that it's basically supervised.
1: You know what else it does?
0: Medically supervised.
1: Cuts down the cost of emergency services. Yeah. Because those people are there to handle any problems.
0: Well, and they're not making it. They don't have to
1: call 911.
0: They're not making it like just anybody um, can watch over these things. It has to be a medical professional. Right. So, I don't see anything wrong with that. I mean, where I get bothered, though, is like what you were saying like with the needle exchange. Like I don't understand why there needs to be a need to give <clears throat> X number of extra... I just I don't, don't understand.
1: I feel like that's just a recipe for there to be mounds of needles left in public parks near the needle exchange.
0: Yeah, I think you're right.
1: And I honestly feel like if they did it at one, the one-to-one ratio, there would not be that problem. Yeah. Because people are going to come in and they're going to get Because they're going to
0: want their needles back.
1: Right, they're going to get their 10 or 20 or 30 needles that they need. Then they're going to want to keep every single one of those needles. Right. Do they clean needles, sterilize them, and reuse them, or do they get disposed of? They generally get disposed of. How do you dispose of a needle? Melt it. What about the stabby part?
0: That's the needle. The other part is just the um, syringe.
1: So they melt. What do they do after they melt it? Do they turn it into something new? Probably. Like a new needle? maybe interesting
0: but remember the needle is the metal part the syringe is the plastic
1: the whole thing is the needle
0: no it's not yeah. Nope.
1: so do they just turn in the stabby part then the needle exchange or do they turn in the whole yeah, shebang yeah just the
0: stabby part and then they get new stabby parts to put it the way you put it
1: <laughs> do they use one do they use one pushy part and all, like, 73,000 of their stabby parts? Probably. <laughs> Interesting.
0: Yeah. Why do you think they find more needles than syringes?
1: Well, honestly, I thought every single time somebody was whining and yelling about finding a needle, they'd found...
0: The whole thing? The
1: stabby and the pushy. Huh. Interesting. The pictures I've seen that people have posted have been the whole shebang, both pieces. Interesting. That's probably why I thought that interesting but just the stabby part just like laying in the ground that's terrifying yes because you could not see that shit coming
0: no you could not
1: i've stepped on a sewing needle before i would not want to step on anything bigger than that i wouldn't want to step on anything bigger yeah you
0: know i told you that i had a sewing machine needle and i had like a chair right and it was on like there was an l desk and the sewing stuff was to the left of me and so I was sitting there and I was barefooted and I swung the chair around and the needle was on the ground and it just went right through the second toe and into the big toe
1: son of a bitch exactly
0: (laughs) and I had to well I swung around hard and I had to pull that thing out of there
1: I stepped on a that rusty barn nail once. That did not, not feel good.
0: Once. Oh god, that that gives me the
1: creeps. There's <laughs> a scar on the top <laughs> of my foot. Oh,
0: that gives me. The, that makes me tingle all over. It didn't feel that is good. Bad. Okay,
1: and so you know how like my parents' property is, and you know where the barns are. I stepped on the rusty barn nail in the barn. Oh. And had to walk home.
0: That just gives me the willies.
1: <laughs> I need to go get oh, a tetanus shot. I bet. My butt cheek.
0: I bet. That just gives me the willies to think about that. Whoa.
1: <laughs> and my dad, he just went, huh, look away for a second. RIP!
0: <laughs>
1: because, you know, parents. Well,
0: what else is he supposed to do?
1: I don't know. I still remember the day he put a nail through his hand when he was building our deck. <laughs> then he just pulled it out and he came into the house and he's like, I'm bleeding. And my mom wrapped it in pads Like Feminine hygiene products
0: (laughs) Hey It worked (laughs) Didn't it? It did Well here you go How can you make fun of something that works?
1: I don't, it's just a funny story (laughs) And now I've shared it with all of you
0: Odie says he likes that story Huh Odie? Odie Silly dog Where is he? He's over there Laying on the backpack Good he thinks he's going away somewhere?
1: Watching him. Silly Peeing on my wall.
0: That's jerk. More for me to edit. Pretty girl's hunting toys over there.
1: Good. Maybe she'll find one she likes.
0: She doesn't like toys. Yes,
1: yeah, she does. No. She loves those fluffy ball things.
0: Those are the only toys she likes.
1: There's two All of them. All other in there. toys
0: she says come from fascist dictators. She's not interested in those.
1: She's in the toy basket. <sighs>
0: She's funny. I think I think Yog Dog, he's just he's like half tired and he also wants to play. I don't know what the deal is. Like his eyes are open, but he's like laying on the ground like he wants to sleep.
1: He wants to play, but you're podcasting.
0: Is that what it is on Yaw Dog Dog?
1: Anyway, you got anything are else you, to say Are about you
0: crazy? Like a jaybird yog duck, duck. Got
1: anything else to say about needles? Well, you, you know what about the
0: needles? That's kind of...
1: He does. Oh, yeah.
0: I think that the needle thing, if it was a one-to-one exchange, would be a doable thing. Especially if the, the government wasn't... Thing. Especially if the government wasn't the one that was implementing it. Like that one that I read about, the inline... Whatever company it was called. That was a private company.
1: What would a private company have to gain by doing one-to-one needle exchanges with addicts? I'm just curious. I believe there's a thing because nobody just does that. Well,
0: chances are they would be a pharmaceutical company of some sort. Okay. And that's who runs them. And I think that the pharmaceutical company would make more profit based off of the publicity that they're helping the addicts like that.
1: So you think a pharma company would just use it as like a billboard?
0: Essentially, yeah.
1: Interesting. Essentially.
0: Yeah. I think that it's a very possible use. Huh. But the needle thing... It shouldn't be more than one to one. Just shouldn't. Right. Because you know, you even you know, you said exactly what I said earlier, which is so if you had five friends that were too shy to go bring their twenty needles in each. Right. Then they could just give all those five friends could give you their hundred needles and you could bring in a hundred and twenty and get them exchanged. Because there's no questions asked.
1: Right. You yeah, know that'd be interesting. If this free needle exchange prompted a few people to start, like, needle hunting in the grass. Yeah. I'm sure that's part of it, too. Like with a metal detector.
0: Well, and I'm sure that's part of it, too. And then they'll sell it. Yeah. They'll get the new needles and then they'll sell them.
1: Which would be interesting.
0: There'll be a black market for needles.
1: Which there already is.
0: Yeah, well, there'll be a bigger one.
1: Huh, you learn something new every day.
0: Yep. It's like pieces of a puzzle. (laughs) And they just kind of go together and then you go, oh, now I understand why that did what it did. Anyway, I think that uh, the dogs are awaiting our attention. So I guess we shall give them our attention.
1: Well, that means I'll say goodnight to all of you and hello to Dog.
0: Hasta la bye-bye, Dog. Hi, everyone. This is Mike, and I truly hope you enjoyed the show. You're able to subscribe to this show on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher so as to never miss an episode. If, by chance, you did miss an episode here or there, you can catch up. On all shows, past and present, by heading over to Yogi's Podcast Network.com forward slash TNR Show. Thanks for listening.